Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I really respect people who know what to say in tough situations that come up like quickly, who can think really well on their feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the king of walking away from a, a, of a like weird situation and then like 12 hours later going, oh my gosh, you know what would have been perfect? You and I are the coulda, shoulda, wait, woulda? Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah. People. So I'm at the grocery store yesterday and using the self-checkout, store was packed and every, there's six like stations or whatever. Everyone was was full and like half of them had their light blinking for help. Mine was one of them. I was buying wine, so they had to card me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the woman working, the woman in charge of the six uh, self-checkouts was an older woman. Like, if you were going to cast a grandmother in a sitcom, that's this woman, mm-hmm. right? And she is moving so slowly. She is so chatty with everyone. There was a woman who couldn't um, get her, like, had to type in the code for her limes or whatever. So n- every time that's happened to me, the person just kind of comes over and goes, 2341, beep, 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 boop, boop, gone. Like, I don't even know they're there. They type the code in. Mm-hmm. This woman's like, let me show you how to look it up. <laughs> just, I mean, a wonderful human. But there's a line. And everybody's in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Three lights are blinking, four lights maybe. I don't know. Everybody needs help. And I have a terrible poker face, so I'm sure I was looking some sort of salty. But the guy across from me was very, like he he very much was annoyed. Okay. He was rolling his eyes so much you could hear it, sighing right. loudly, whatever. And the woman who was behind him kind of leaned towards him and said, sir, and he's like, yes. And she's checking out. Her light's not going off. But she says, um, I would just like you to consider that that is someone's grandmother. Aww. And how would you treat it? How would you treat her if that was your own grandmother? And you could see. She on, totally broke him. You could see him process. I, he might have teared up. Yeah. Like he, you could see him absorb the words. And then he was like, and he actually said to her, you're right. And then he said, thank you. And they were both still there when I, because I was at the, I I did my thing last. So I paid and got carded, paid and left. But I'm like, what a perfect thing to say. Mm -hmm. You know, she didn't escalate anything. She didn't do anything. She said, sir. She'd tell that he was annoyed. Yeah. So just imagine. She like totally deflated the situation. And what a great perspective mm-hmm. for her to have. So anyways, I don't know. I know we don't do Beautiful Human till the end of the show, but there's two of them on this show. And that stranger at the Kroger and Sandy Springs who defended a thoughtful grandmother showing a woman how to look up limes. You're a beautiful human. 
The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for self-checkout, because sometimes you just don't want to talk to anybody. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for productive early mornings. Callie was working from home yesterday and said, hey, I'm going to get up with Ellie. So you don't even set the alarm. And I slept in until what, like eight, which yeah, is you, so late for me. Even if I get up with Ellie, you usually wake up at like 630. Yeah. And so I got up and I came downstairs. You had like unloaded the dishwasher, cleaned the entire kitchen. You and Ellie ran an errand or something. We you did. Were, we went to the store. You went to the store, got stuff, had breakfast for her, for her, tidied up her whole play area. Like I'm, and then you were, you're like two conference calls mm-hmm. before I even had pants on. Yeah. So kudos to you. I was thinking to myself because you have had such a like stressy, I don't know. Just you've been in a funk. At full, we'll call it the full moon funk. By the way, week. yesterday was 180 degrees from the day before. I don't know if it's full moon or not. Yeah. When you came downstairs, though, you were totally different. And I was thinking to myself because you had had like kind of not even a rough week. You were just in a funk. And I was like, what can I do that would contribute Less to the funk, more to the sense of calm and peace in our home. And I know that one thing that really stresses you out is when you come downstairs and things are a mess and they're cluttered and whatever. So I let Ellie sleep in a little bit longer and I cleaned um, the like main floor, like our kitchen and stuff that I know that you like to be clean. The kitchen counter was, there was, you know how I feel about the island. Mm -hmm. That's my safe spot. And there was not a thing on it. Was, I mean, it didn't belong there. There's somebody said, can you send a picture of your completely empty island? I don't know where I would put stuff. And it's not empty. It's just absent of frivolous stuff. Yeah. It has like a soap dispenser, a paper towel dispenser. Sure. And right now, Valentine's Day flowers on the counter. But and like, yeah, it's and like fruit. There's a fruit bowl or whatever. Things that belong there. Yeah. It's otherwise clean though. Yeah. Um, and I was just trying to set your day off on the right foot. And then you slept in a little bit. Um, I went to the grocery store. So Ellie had like breakfast and lunch all set. So that was like one thing off your list. So I was just trying to like, you know, contribute to the calm and not the crazy. I appreciated the tidiness so much. And I wanted to extend it as long as possible that when you left to you had to go somewhere, get an appointment and you left for an hour, Ellie and I stayed upstairs and played in her room. Normally we would stay downstairs Mm -hmm. because that's where we were when, when you left the house. But, uh, I go, you know what, let's go play in your room. Cause that's just an easier space to manage. Cause you can shut a door. Well, and it's easier, like everything that's in there belongs somewhere else in there. Like, like there's no taking it from the kitchen to my desk or taking stuff off of my desk and hiding it in a kitchen cabinet. Right. The other thing, you know, the the growing list of things that they don't tell you about parenthood that you need to know about parenthood is you will find a jar of peanut butter in an odd space. Like the minute your kid is old enough to reach a shelf in the pantry, you will find a jar of peanut butter in 
a desk drawer. She just has different ideas for where yep. things should go. She's like, you know what? This spatula would go really, really good in mom's winter boot. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> yep. And it happens all the time. Our one to 10 check-in is brought to you by our friends at Done. Done is the most affordable and efficient way you can get help managing your ADHD from the comfort of your own home. So thank you, Done, for being a part of the upside. Callie, on a scale of one to 10, where are you sitting? I am a seven. I'm a seven. Okay. I feel you and like one of my coworkers this week were like kind of hounding me about what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. But there's nothing wrong, but I am totally burned out. I think that's, that is wrong. But not like something didn't happen. Like I'm not mad. I'm not, not telling anyone why I'm, you know, like I think one of my coworkers was like, no, seriously, what's wrong? You're acting weird. And I'm like, I have never been spread so thin in my life. And I think we all have like a finite amount of emotional energy, you know, like emotional capacity for anything. And usually on a regular day, I'm pretty well like spread. You know what I mean? Like Uh it's a little thin, but it's manageable. And I have, you know, a toddler and I'm a wife to you and, you know, friends have kind of taken a backseat, but like it's manageable. Right. Yeah. yeah. But this week I was my normal spread a hair thin, but add a whole lot of stuff that I just don't have the normal emotional amount of emotional energy for, for example, Intense stuff, like stressful stuff. Bookkeeping. Don't understand it. Don't get it. Interviewing people for it um, just burns like that takes up so much of my energy that even when the call goes well, I just have nothing else to give. You know what doesn't get a lot of credit but needs a lot of credit is the physical exhaustion that comes from mentally challenging situations like yes these that like we're setting up this this stuff um behind the scenes stuff that kind of keeps track of how well all of our podcasts are performing but it's all this custom software i think i mentioned it before that this guy who's just a genius when it comes to spreadsheets and crunching data and data studios and and making all this stuff look great I'm physically tired after talking through what we need with him because my brain just doesn't work that way. Right. So I have like in the past week met with three bookkeepers, two financial advisors, um, someone about like baby stuff because we're like trying to get pregnant again. So fertility stuff. And we've been talking about all of these super intense things and it totally threw my game off. Like my life spread thin was going fine. And then we like took a whole layer off of it. So I just don't have the emotional energy for anything else. So when you asked me and my coworker asked me like, Hey, what's wrong? Like what, like I'm hiding something. I'm literally not. My cup is empty. I have nothing to offer you. It's pretty impressive that you're floating at a seven with, With that, because I can, I definitely can tell that you're off. Just blame it on the full moon. That's what I do. Like, yeah, it's full moon stuff. (laughs) On a scale of one to 10, Jeff Dollar, how are you? I am, 
I'm, you know what? I'm going to say that I'm a nine, but I'm hiding a six. Let me explain. I've just decided to try to live in the spirit of what's the best that can happen. And everything is always working out for me versus troubleshooting all of this stuff that is not, not going to come true. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make Did sense? Did you decide this in the past like two hours? No, I've decided it, it, it. The past few days don't count because of the anxiety stuff. But before that, like, I just, I don't know what it is, but sometime in the past couple of weeks, I just realized how many hours, days, months of my life I spend worrying about and preparing for things that will never happen. Mm-hmm. And I do that to the detriment of being properly prepared for what is likely to happen. Sense? Yeah. So instead of being prepared for what's probably going to happen, you're prepared for the 90% of th- other things that aren't going to happen. If there's a, the, the proper way to say that is, I think, or the way I would ex- explain it is, if something has tw- 20 possible outcomes, right? Mm-hmm. One of them or two of them are very likely outcomes. The other 18 are long shots. Okay. Mm-hmm. I prepare equally for all 20. So that means five percent, every one of those 20 gets 5% of my energy. So when, when the likely scenarios happen, I'm only 5% ready for them. What a smart person would do is be ready for the two scenario, you know, 45% Mm -hmm. ready for this scenario, 45% ready for this scenario, because those are very likely. Mm -hmm. And then give my other 10% to the other 18. I don't do that. So I'm, I'm really trying to be intentional with changing my way of thinking about. It's a really hard habit to break. So hard. So that's why I'm saying I'm hiding a six because I, I am excited at thinking of the best possible outcome and everything is always working out for me type mm-hmm. of thing. I'm excited about that, but I know that I could be within an hour. I could be doomsday. Have you been like that your whole life? Um, or is this like a newish thing? You know what? Um, I think it's just the way, the way my brain works And this is what made me so good at radio for so many years, because if you present radio is live. So I just have a natural inclination to think of every possible outcome. So if we're interviewing somebody, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. in my head, even though it's probably going to go fine, I'm like, all right, what are we going to do if they're late? What are we going to do if they're early? What are we going to do if they storm out of the interview? What are they going to great producer? Yeah. So I think I have been that way my entire life. I think it's just in my, but it always played to your benefit because you were like essentially getting paid to do that. Yes. But in my personal life, it always plays to my detriment. Mm -hmm. Like I completely ignore important things or I only give them 5% of my energy when I should be giving them so much more. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm trying, I don't know what, 
I, th- I don't know. It was kind of like maybe it's a subconscious New Year's resolution where I'm like, what a colossal waste of energy. Mm-hmm. And Lord and time, and literal time. time. And Lord knows how much time I have spent doing that. So anywho, I'm a nine. You're a seven. Off we go into the weekend. Okay. Have you heard, because I've never heard this phrase before like two weeks ago, and now I can't escape it. So I don't know if it's a phrase that's been around my entire life and I just haven't paid attention to it. And now now it's just on my radar or if it's a new thing. Have you heard the phrase core memories? No. Okay. So core memories, to the best I can ascertain from the context that I've seen it used in, are memories from your past and your childhood that you have vividly remember in absolute great detail, almost like a photograph. It's an imprint on your life that doesn't necessarily have to tie into a tremendous event. It's actually more of a non-life event thing. It's just a thing. But when you think back on it, it's not fuzzy at all. It's print on your brain. Does that make sense? I can give you some examples. Examples, please. The one that I have that's really, really, that's that's serious, that is tied into something serious, is I vividly remember when I got off the school bus the day that my mom had her brain aneurysm, I vividly remember getting off the school bus, walking towards my house, my dad was standing in the front door. And I remember thinking, I wonder why dad's home. I'll bet mom broke her leg. No idea why that was the thought. Mm -hmm. No idea why my brain went there. But I can see like a photograph, him standing in the front door, the school bus pulling away. I can tell you how, what the weather was like. I can Everything, Mm -hmm. everything about it. So that, but it's just, it's like a photograph, right? Um, Another one that I have is my dad and I went camping one year with, with um, a tent that my mom got us for Christmas, Mm -hmm. but it was like a little two person tent or a little three person tent. And it was pouring, pouring rain. I vividly remember being in the tent and my dad telling me to try not to touch the sides. I remember mm-hmm. the color of the tent, remember everything. And then um, a third one is driving home from my grandmother's house. One year we would go to my visit my grandmother. She lived about an hour away every year on Christmas day. Mm-hmm. Like our Christ, that was our Christmas routine. And I just remember it being a terrible blizzard. And I can, like, I can see the snow coming at the windshield. I can see the cover of the tabloid magazines that I took from my grandmother's house to read in the car on the way home. What is different between memories and core memories? The core memories have, there's, from what I understand it, from what I understand, and if somebody knows more than me, call and correct me. Um, The core memories are crystal clear, vivid. Like, I have other memories. Yeah. Like, I went camping with my dad a couple times. Like, I remember, like, 
going hiking and, you know, there being like a long bridge that he, he doesn't like heights. So he didn't want to walk across, but I don't, I couldn't tell you what he was wearing. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't tell you where we were like what I would like, but in the tent, I could tell you where he was lying down, where I was sitting. Like I could hear his, I can hear his voice telling me not to touch the side of the tent, like coming home from my, I can tell you that in the car on the way home from my grandmother's house in the blizzard, to my right was a pillow because I was going to lie down in the back seat, and a National Enquirer magazine. There are multiple magazines, but the one on top was National Enquirer. My grandmother used to read National Enquirer too, and she would report it as fact. So I'm just fascinated. I was just fascinated that this has come up so much. I have some random memories. Like I remember what I was wearing. I was at camp, and it was an all girls camp, and we had a dance with the boys camp. Yeah. And I remember what I was wearing. I was wearing these like black pants with gold sunflowers on them. And like this limited to kind of like tight black shirt. Like it was like a set cause limited to like you buy all the matchy matchy stuff. And I remember, um, that apparently someone, I remember exactly how like the dance hall thing looked. And I remember that I didn't hear a guy come up and like tap me on the shoulder. But I remember the girl that I was with turning, like whipping herself around and going, she doesn't want to dance with you. Oh no. And I've thought about that. That's, like That's my, definitely a core memory for that guy. He's never recovered on I that. No, I was thinking that and I have like no idea who it is. I don't know what he looks like. I don't even know that I saw him, but it was one of those moments where I was like in a, hey, but I remember for whatever reason, there's no pictures of it, but I remember that so well. Um, I also remember this, I can't tell you what year it was, but I remember getting to my dad's mom's house for Christmas one year and we would drive up this driveway and like, you could hear the gravel, like under the tires. And it was like a very specific noise. And I remember, Maybe you know what, maybe that's the key to core memories. Like, cause the you sound say you or hear the smell. The, yeah. Like, can you hear that girl's voice telling that guy to go away? Cause like I can, like I can hear my dad's voice telling me not to touch. I can hear my parents having a conversation in the front seat about how bad the weather was. And like, I remember there was discussion about turning around and spending the night at my grandmother's house. Yeah. So, and you're talking about gravel. Yeah. I remember like the gravel under the tires and I remember we would go in. I remember like how it smelled. I remember how I felt. I remember like how they would always have like a plate of cheese out for us. (laughs) I remember how the cheese tasted. I remember how it sounded. If you cut the, cut the cheese like too close to the edge, you know, and the, the plate would like stumble a little bit against the yeah. coffee table. Like yeah. I, I remember things like that. And there's, it's so funny cause there's other parts of my life. Yeah. That I don't remember at all. Like I'll see in pictures and be like, I, I don't remember anything from that. So maybe it's, it's tied to like very strong senses. Again, I don't know if this is like some new scientific development or if it's like, you know, when you're shopping for a new car, and you're like, you know what I'm going to get? Here's a, or you buy a new car and you like, you get a, you get a black Honda SUV or whatever. And you've never seen one before, but now you see 26 of them road on the yeah. way home from the car lot. You're like what? 
How is how does everybody have this car? Maybe it's just because I heard the phrase once. Yeah, how it exists. But yeah, I just I thought it was neat. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're gonna love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. How did the telephone propose to his girlfriend? He just gave her a ring. So many people take some kind of multivitamin and it's really, really difficult to choose the right one. You need high quality ingredients that your body is actually going to absorb, but you need to make it easy. Taking four, five, six different pills once or twice a day, not going to happen. AG1 from Athletic Greens is a tiny little micro habit with big benefits. It's a multivitamin in powder form. You mix it with eight ounces of water, give it a shake, drink it down. It's that easy to get all of your daily vitamins, supplements, mineral, all that good stuff right into your body. It is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially as we're in flu and cold season. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. You don't need a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And right now, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash upside. Again, that's athleticgreens.com dot com slash upside to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. KiwiCo is defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and fun. They create super cool, hands-on projects designed to create a lifelong love for learning among kids. They have subscriptions for kids of all ages, from infants all the way to teens, that deliver enriching, hands-on experiences that will spark curiosity and inspire creativity. We got the Panda Crate for Ellie um, when she was just a couple of months old. And I would love to say that I always have time to fully research and to know what's best for her development every step of the way. But the truth is, I really need help. The Panda Crate was filled with things that were developmentally important for her, and it taught me why it was important for her. As a parent, it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged, KiwiCo does all the legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Your child can get super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. They'll be so excited to see these arrive in the mail. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K. A-I-W-I-C-O dot com, promo code UPSIDE. Bomba's mission is so simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bomba's, you're also giving to somebody in need. Now, Bomba's started with socks. They designed their socks to be the ones that you can't wait to put on. You don't notice what's wrong with socks until you wear a bad pair and you got that seam rubbing against or you got the heel slipping down underneath and it just doesn't work. Bombas takes care of all those problems. They make their socks from super soft materials like merino wool, pima cotton, even cashmere, and it makes them perfect on your feet. They've also got shirts and underwear 
all of it matched one for one. When you make a purchase from Bombas, they give to somebody in need. You know, in homeless shelters, socks are among the most requested items. So purchasing from Bombas can help with that. Go to bombas.com slash upside. Get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash upside. We have Free Stuff Friday today, and we are giving away a stair barrier. So, Not stair- any stair barrier, a Cali Dollar designed stair a barrier. A Cali Dollar designed stair barrier. Now, this is a pet or baby gate, and what we'll do is when you win, we'll give you a code for it so you can get the configuration that works best for your home, and you can go on to the stair barrier website and chat with one of their specialists to see what fits for you. So if you would like to win, a stair barrier for today's free stuff Friday. Text the word. What do we decide? Stair. Stair. S T A I R to 800-434-5454. Good luck. Uh, here are my three random things for today. This first story, I love it. And I think some people should consider um, doing it this year. Um, in the year 1930, the BBC, British Broadcasting Company, decided that because there was so much news in the world and people were just inundated with news, there's been a lot of bad news lately, they decided on uh, Good Friday, it happened to be, that there is no news. And they just played piano music all day nice. on their news channel. They were like, people need a break. People, were, It's a holiday weekend. Like, uh, so we're just going to play piano It's like music. when you had the puppy cams. I still, you know what? I looked at... For the election in 2016, we decided that on the the radio station I was working on, that the day after the election, we were ju- we were not going to talk about the election. We weren't even going to beyond saying who won the election. We weren't going to talk about it at all, and we were going to stream puppies on the radio station's website for the entirety of the morning show because everybody just needed a break. I mean, little did we know where, how the world was going to go. But at that time, we were like, everybody just needs a break from politics. So you could watch cute puppies falling all over each other. It got, it It was one of the things, people talked to me about that for a year. Mm-hmm. Horrible ratings. Because <laughs> oh, every, really? yeah, because it was the day after okay. the election. Everybody wanted to f- talk about the election, find out who won, find out, you know, what stage we're informed. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice idea in theory though. But it was good buzz. It was good buzz. Um, and one of your producers or engineers adopted one of the puppies. That is fake news. Oh, really? I mean, he did, but that was actually one of our wedding puppies. Oh, okay. Same company though. Yep. That, yeah. Same rescue. So we're both right. Sorry. Yeah. Not fake news. Yeah. Accurate news. But Sorry. I hate that phrase. Um, my second random thing is in an average lifetime, a human being will grow 60 feet of fingernails, 350 miles of hair and produce over 40,000 quarts of urine. You'll blink your eyes 333 million times, take 740 million breaths and the average person laughs 540,000 times in their lifetime. Okay. And my third random thing is 
Uh, if you have really dry chap lips, this caught my eye because um, poor Ellie has one little spot on her lip that keeps cracking. And it just hurts, hurts my heart to see her with a little cracked lip. Uh, pineapple is the only food source with an enzyme that breaks down dry, dead skin cells to reveal the softer skin underneath. So you could take a little bit of pineapple. I feel like that would sting. Probably would. Uh, yeah, I don't think we should do it to her. Yeah. But if you have dry chap lips, you can put pineapple on it and pineapple mm. will actually heal them up. Those are my three random things. Today's beautiful human alert comes out of Charlotte, North Carolina, and a woman named Ashley Manning, who is a florist. And her son's teacher is a widow. And for Valentine's Day, she was like, you know what? I'm going to make a flower arrangement and give it to my, you know, my kid's teacher for Valentine's Day because I know that she lost her husband. It's got to be really tough for widows on Valentine's Day. So she did that. And the the woman, the recipient of the flowers was so touched that she, Ashley was like, you know what? I think I could do this for more people. And she put on her social media. She's like, does anyone want to nominate any, you know, people who have lost their spouses? I would love to take them flowers. Okay. So her community nominated more than 120 widows. Then like a team of volunteers put the bouquets together. Businesses donated wine, jewelry, and stuff for gift bags. And she just wanted to take care of women who had lost their husbands on, you know, on Valentine's Day. And her project since she started it has more than doubled in size. This year, 350 women are receiving gifts and 150 volunteers will spend the spent Valentine's Day weekend um, putting together more than $12,000 worth of flowers Aww. into bouquets. So these women could have flowers delivered to them on Valentine's Day, which just makes me want to cry. What's so, I mean, there's everything about that story is beautiful, but what's so beautiful about it is that she's doing it on Valentine's Day or for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And this is the busiest time of year. Yeah. Like, like it's either if it's Mother's Day or Valentine's Day, one of the like anything that you're doing on one of those two days, if you're a florist, it's nuts. So yeah. That's awesome. I thought it was so cool. Um, she said it is our mission to take care of each other. And on that day, need to, these women need to be taken care of. So Ashley Manning from Charlotte, North Carolina, you are this week's beautiful human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Random question that I've been thinking about for way too long now. People that have flawless garages, and I mean like garages <laughs> with just their cars in it. You yeah. know, you've seen these when people's garage doors are open. We have like two neighbors who have. That's exactly what I was really, thinking of. really pretty garages. Gorgeous garages. There's nothing in them but the cars. They put all their stuff. They don't have stuff. We have too much stuff. We are the owners of too much stuff. I don't think that's true. It's there's, 100%. Let me preface this by saying there's no attics and no basements in the townhouses we live in. So there's literally no hidden storage. So it's not like we're overflowing an attic and or a basement or whatever. We don't have storage in this house. But I'm just wondering, like, where does their, like, do they not have, like, a leaf blower? They do, but all the garages have closets. Our closet's overflowing with Ellie-related stuff. So that... But aside from that, 
Um, I'll tell you what our problem is. I know what my problem is. Okay, that's probably a better way to say it. We have like four coolers, okay? Mm -hmm. And those coolers uh, are redundant. Like we're never gonna have a party that requires that many coolers. But because the cooler has value, you, because we bought it or whatever, at some point, I don't wanna get rid of it. You know what's really started to make me think about this? Hmm. Is the fact that you pointed out that the clock radio in the bedroom is like 15 years old. Do you know what else about that clock radio? Hmm. We don't use it. Yes. We don't use I, it. I am aware. We don't need to replace it. We just get rid of it. Yeah. But we don't, because it's really nice. I don't That's, think it's really nice. I would toss that in the donate pile right now. I'll then, go upstairs let, right now and do it. All right, let's get rid of it. Okay. Um, and I, while you're at it, will you get rid of one of the coolers in the garage? Yeah, I think the problem with our cooler, yeah, is that someone gave it to us as a gift. It's a really expensive cooler, but we also got it as a gift when we had a lake house. So we had a, we, it was used. You're talking about the Yeti, we have a Yeti cooler. Yeah, we have a big we Yeti cooler. We don't need any, we have, we also have a blue cooler with wheels. We also have like two little picnic sized coolers. We don't need that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we gotta get rid of it. Mm -hmm. That's why our garage is trashed. Callie, thank you for that tea recommendation. I was listening to you guys a little later today on my way to a lovely dentist appointment and a drive-up pickup, and I ordered two boxes of the Chazo. I don't even remember the name. Lemon loaf, icing, frosting, sweetness, dessert, loveliness? No, just kidding. It's the perfect, perfect tea. Can't believe it. Don't need any anything extra. So thank you so much for that. It is February. The new year is still fresh and it is time to get rid of things that don't serve you this year, like overdraft fees. When your checking account balance is running low, the last thing you need is an overdraft fee. But with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card, you can save that hard-earned cash without paying overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to $200 on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no overdraft fees. Make your first good decision in 2022 and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com upside. That's Chime.com upside. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Eligibility right requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $200 by Chime. See Chime.com slash spot me. Hi guys, this is Jesse. I was calling today about the segment on the kids, the toddlers, the messy. Um, literally yesterday I was off work and I cleaned the entire house and organized the toys in the living room. It was so pretty, it looked so great. My one-year-old wakes up and literally 30 seconds later, the entire room is destroyed. He just took the whole entire toy bin, dumped it out. It was great watching my little tornado. Um, also about the pooping after a C-section. I had a baby in 2017, had to poop. I had my youngest in 2021, no, didn't have to. So I don't know if it was a COVID thing or if you just don't have to anymore. But yeah, um, have a great day, guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Uh, this is Lisa. I was calling for two reasons. One, I um, heard when Jeff was talking about reply all and sending an email and how it messed up. And oh, my gosh, 
I'm in the middle of a divorce, sent my husband um, the same email that I sent my lawyer and I forgot to remove him from the reply all. So that was tragic. But secondly, um, when you are guys are asking about uh, what to say, like if you get the wrong food and it wasn't what you ordered, um, I've been in the restaurant industry for 16 years. And if I have somebody at my table or what I do like in my personal life is if I get something wrong, I just say, Hey, not a big deal. You know, I can, I'll, I'll eat whatever it is. Um, can you just make sure that my bill reflects the appropriate thing? Or, you know, sometimes people just like don't want to say anything. So I always try and like check back several times. Um, but yeah, you, there's no harm in saying like, you know, if you're okay with eating it, can you guys just uh, make sure my bill reflects the appropriate entree? So there's some nice ways to go about it. You can sound nice. Don't be scared. Everybody messes up as servers. We want you to eat what you came in to eat. So anyways, that's all. Love you guys. Bye. Honey, you have all these great ideas and you even know how to start. But how much longer are you going to wait before you do? How long are you going to let that fear keep on holding you back? How long are you going to wait? Honey, time ain't going to wait on you. Okay? You deserve to dream, right? But even more than that, you deserve to make the dreams come to pass. How much longer are you going to wait, baby?